I can't wait till Rob's rant of the week. Five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one, zero, zero, dead air. Hello everyone and welcome to the Dead Air Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm fuming. And that is Rob. Rob, why are you so upset? Oh, it's something I watched on telly last night. I'll get I'll do it in the rant. Has it got your goat? It's got my well, I haven't got a goat. I've got a rabbit. Okay. Would it's you got like my rabbit? Would you like to get it off your chest, as they say? Later. Okay. I'll let it brew. Ooh, sounds good. The Royal Mail has lost a letterbox. This is the story that a village in North Wales has been without a letterbox now for six months because a van crashed into the one that was there and the Royal Mail still haven't replaced it. Maybe they were having one delivered and it got lost in the post. Probably, because Royal Mail are always losing things in the post. Especially my stuff. But you know what's weird? What? Sometimes they're good. Really? When? Oh, yeah. Like in the 80s? Aye. So why haven't these um, guys in the village written a letter to the Royal Mail and complained They've written loads of letters. Right. They just haven't got anywhere to post them. I see. See, what happened was this Welsh water van reversed into the pole that the letterbox was on. Okay. Knocked it over. Okay. Now, you or me might have thought, we'll send a guy around there and put a new pole up. Or just taken the letterbox off the pole and just stuck it in a hedge. Do you know what they did instead of what? doing those things? They just took the letterbox away. Yeah. And they said, uh, we have to put a new one there because, you know, health and safety, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're quite dangerous, these uh, post boxes. Yeah, because don't, we don't want it falling over on someone. They must be because they're always painted red. Yeah, that's so people can see them so yeah. they don't reverse into them. Yeah. Oh, oh wait a minute. Anyway, so they haven't had a letterbox for six months. Okay. And um, Royal Mail has said, oh, we'll, we'll do it now. We'll, we'll put one there now. So surely people have got a good excuse now not to pay their bills. Of course. So what are they complaining about then? Because they want to write letters to their friends. Can't they use the internet? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I have got a BMI bonnet about the Royal Mail this week. So you're ranting as well? Well... I found out today that the Royal Mail are going to be privatised. Okay. In a very slow, deliberate When you say privatised, do you mean they're going to be investigated? Yeah, by the government. Right. Who want to make more money off them. Okay. But you know what happens when they privatise things? They become rubbish. I'm going to give you an example. Hang on a minute. So if you privatise refuge collection, could that become rubbish? Oh, maybe. <laughs> You've you've really you've caught me out there. I'll give you that one, but what I meant was, uh, I'm going to give. Well, I'm going to give you an example. Okay, That's give me I'm an example. Say. Do you remember directory inquiries? Directory inquiry. You mean the old style directory inquiry. One one eight five hundred. No, I mean one nine two. One one eight one nine two. No, I mean you used to pick up the phone and go one nine two, and what used to happen? As soon as you press the two, Didn't literally get... as soon as your finger had left two the two... Two guys with moustaches running down no, the road. No, it used, used to ring 192, and instantly a woman would say, Director Inquiries. Right. And you'd go, uh, um, I'm looking for uh, Peter's plumbing services in P2. 
Peterborough. And they'd go, yeah, the number is 01947 one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm making this up just to sort of explain the point. Well, there's no point doing podcasts if you're just going to make things up. Anyway, that's how it used to be, right? Now they've privatised it. you just said it. you made it up. Oh, and by the way, it used what? to be free as well. Free? It was free. Now they've privatised it. Okay. And all these companies are trying to get you to use their service. Right. So you ring 118-118 or 118-500 or 118... Nobody knows what any of the others are available. Nobody knows what any of the others... six. Everyone only knows 118-500 and 118-118, don't they? Can you think of any more? Um, 118-116? No. 118-100? No. Doesn't exist. 118-110? No. See? The only ones that people know are one one eight one one eight and one one eight five hundred. Hey, we could do one. We shouldn't talk at the same time to each other. Nine nine because that makes it really difficult to edit. One one eight because I need gaps in the sound. One one eight nine nine nine. Well, that would be for the fire brigade. Yeah, no, it'll say the point I'm trying to make. Say which number you when you dial one one eight five hundred now or one one eight one one eight. They just try and make loads of money off you. It costs you to call them, and then when they give you the number, they say, "Do you want us to connect you?" And you go, yeah, all right. And then that costs an additional pound and it's all a big money-making scam. And you know what's happening? Nobody's using it anymore because it's just gone completely rubbish. What, 118? Exactly. Directory or 192. doesn't even work anymore. It doesn't even exist. Even the operator. Well, no they're not making any money. I remember when I was a kid, if you rang the operator, they answered straight away. If you ring the operator now, you go in a queue for the operator. There's more customers now. No, it's because they're always cutting back to try and make more profits. Right. And it's because they're privatised. When they weren't privatised, when it was British Telecom, they didn't care about how much money they made because they were providing a service. So they had the best of everything. And it was awesome. Royal Mail's the same. Anyway, it's all about profits. Profits, that's all they care about, trying to make money out of people. Yeah. It makes me sick. And that's the news. Have we got anything else that we want to talk about? No. So it's a slow news week this week, then? Yeah, there's no news this week. What about all the other stuff? We had loads of stuff prepared. What about Michael J. Fox? What about him? Well, Michael J. Fox was a presenter at the Emmy Award ceremony. Right. And you said that the picture of him didn't look like him. It doesn't look like him at all. Well, I'm going to put that picture as our picture this week on our podcast. Okay. So people can see for themselves what he it looks like. doesn't look like him at all. He is 51 years old now. You're probably remembering him from Back to the Future. Yeah, but if he went into the future then... He'd look the same now than he did then. That's the most confusing sentence you've ever said. Well, if he got in his car in the past and went to the future, which is today, he'd look the same as he did then. Yeah, but he didn't, did he? He aged naturally over time like the rest of us. Well, he looks terrible. That's because he's 51 years old. You don't look young yourself, you know. What's the point in having a time machine if you're going to look old? It's just a film, innit? It's not real. Ah, like, can we have the rant? Because I want to know what your rant is. Okay. It's Rob's rant of the week. The BBC. Oh, I love the BBC. Yeah, they're okay for some things. They make the best programmes on television. Like what? It's a knockout. Not on anymore. Jim will fix it. It's not on anymore. Top of the Pops? Nope. Okay, what about Tomorrow's World? That's my favourite. No. Tomorrow's World isn't on anymore. No. What about Blake 7? No. Doctor Who? Yeah. Ah, there you go. Doctor Who? Yeah. Brilliant, BBC. One thing is still on. 
Yeah, so I was watching telly last night. Yeah. And Watch Dog was on. They did, they did lots of features, right? right? And more or less all of them were just, you're looking at it going, that's just, why are you telling me this? This is just either common sense, right? Or not really well thought out. Okay, give us an example. Okay, the first thing they did, right, was they were talking about, you know, we're in a recession at the moment and times are hard. And are we? Yeah, apparently. Oh, is that how come no one's got any money? That's right. So no one's got any money, and all these companies are going bust, right? So these companies that sell food products and, you know, stuff that you buy in the supermarket, for example, shampoo, instead of putting their prices up because people can't afford it... Shampoo's a food product? Did I say they were a food product? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> you I, said I, I thought the companies I said, who sell food products and other products that you buy in the supermarket... Oh, okay, sorry. Right. I'm interrupting your flow, aren't I? doesn't matter. Carry on. I'm already annoyed. Keep going. Right. So they're, what they're doing is they're keeping the prices the same, yeah. but reducing the size of the actual products. For example, 250 milliliter bottle of shampoo yeah. has now been reduced to 190 milliliter bottle of shampoo, but it's the same price. Ah, right? very clever. So what they're doing is every week... It's a bit sneaky. That's the thing. That's what they said. I hate you now. But, but anyway, but here's the thing that I don't get. Surely it costs the company more because they got to make different size bottles. No, and all because that if you've got a big vat, right, of, yeah. of liquid, yeah, you're going to use less liquid. So therefore, you're going to make more bottles, and therefore, you'll make the same. Or well, you're going to make more profit, aren't you? Well, yeah, but don't you have to sort of make a new size of bottle now? No, because they they have. Or do they just put them in the same size bottle and not fill thing, it as most much? Most of them are just put them in the same size bottle, don't fill it as much. I got it. Right? Okay. But the point is, they're presenting it to you as if you haven't realised that that's what they're doing, or that they're ripping you off. Well, maybe some people haven't realised. Well, maybe. But the point is, these companies are either going to have to put the price up, which people obviously at the moment can't afford, obviously, or do what they're doing now. Reduce the quantity. Reduce the quantity. So that's the most logical thing to do. But Watchdog are doing this big feature using our license fee money, right, to go on about it. And they keep showing you products like, look at this tub of margarine and look at it, what it is now and the price it is now. It's like, yeah, okay, we get it. But why are you repeating the same thing every week? What they're doing is they're filling this program out because it's, you know, full of rubbish. So it's really Watchdog that you're having a rant against. Yeah. It's not really the BBC, exactly. Well, the next bit I was coming to with Watchdog. Can I just ask you about something about Watchdog, though? Is it possible that companies have got so worried about Watchdog that they've become good at doing stuff. No. So it, that there's people don't it, have anything it, to complain next about. Point. Okay. Next point, in Watchdog, they got this other program called Rogue Traders. Yes. Now, there used to be two guys doing Rogue Traders. Yes. There used to be this guy, um, what's his name? Matt Allwright. Matt Allwright. Is he alright? He's alright. Alright. And his sidekick, Dan. Dan. Dan the man. Dan the man. Yeah. Right? Except Dan the man allegedly got into a bit of spot of bother by claiming every single... T- well, he did get into spot of bother because now he's been banged up. Has he? Yeah, it was in the news yesterday. Well, here's my point. So they got this guy who's a rogue going after rogue traders. Yeah. Right? So what they've done now... You know what they say, though? It takes one to know one. That's right. You know what they say? Uh, it takes one to know one? You can't hang your washing out with a hammer. No, they don't. They do. I just said it. So this week, they followed this guy. I can't even remember what he was doing wrong. I think he was... Oh, he was putting up TV aerials. You know, the usual, you know, there's a break in the cable, but they sell him a new dish and they sell him a, a new TV and they sell him a new cable and they sell him a new 
amplifier and the bill comes to £9,000. You know the type of thing? Anyway, I thought it was brilliant this week because when the guy went to, you know, Matt Allwright went to go and confront him, the guy just ranted and he just went, yeah, this is coming from the BBC that employ people that like to scam people out of uh, money and, and employ idiots. And, <laughs> and this guy uh, who works for the BBC has never bought a TV licence in his life and blah, blah, blah. And he just, for ages, stayed they broadcast it? And they broadcast it. They had to fade bits out for legal reasons. Look, the point is, Watchdog are a bit of an idiot. As that, that's the gist of what you're saying. Yeah. The journalists are not very good. The stories are a bit rubbish. Why don't you complain to Watchdog? About Watchdog. I would do if I could it... find my post box. Technology news on the Dead Air podcast. I can't believe this. What? We're going to do a live unboxing of an iPhone 5. Yep. Go on then. Have you got a Stanley knife? No. How are you going to get this? We haven't planned this very well, have we? Hang on. Just use your nail. There we go. Wrap, wrapping's coming off. There we go. Ooh. Try and talk us through what you're doing. Taking the wrapper off. I've taken the wrapper off. The box is very nice. I'm opening the box. I'm... Can you get the sound of the box on the microphone? It's sli- it doesn't open really. It slides. There you go. Shall I just do some sound effect? Shh. What? Oh, it's not making it does noise. make a noise. The phone just fell on the table. Is it all right? It doesn't work anymore. That's not very good design, is it? It's dead. Just hold down the button on the top. The button on the top? I think we might have to beep something out then. Don't worry about it. I'll sort it out in editing. It was just the shock of seeing the phone fall. That is really, really a bad design of packaging. That is terrible. You open the box and the phone literally jumps out the box and bangs on whatever you're going to hit it. But it's not marked though, is it? No. It's got a protectors you need, all you around You need to it. get a case for it. Yeah, I've That's been looking the problem. at problem. There's no cases, is there? That's another reason why I don't really want to open it really because I haven't got anything to put it in apart from my pocket. There you go. I've switched it on. It took ages to boot up and it's all in Chinese. They've sent me a fake phone. Did you get it from China? I don't know. I can't, the button doesn't work. Hang on. There you go. It's still all in Chinese. No, you've got to set it up first. It's, and it says no SIM card installed. It's doing the initial setup. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I don't have a SIM card. Well, I do have a SIM card, which is here. They've sent me a SIM card, but I have to go now out of my comfort of the building and go down the road and put the SIM card in and get the guide to activate my phone. Only because you're moving your number over. If you were just having a new number, you wouldn't have to do that. So there we go. That was the unboxing of an iPhone 5. And that was a brilliant podcast moment when it fell out and hit the table and smashed to pieces. Yep. Uh, we, got it, we got it recorded for posterity. You're listening to Nick and Rob. I'm not Morgan Freeman, but this is Dead Air Podcast. Let's have a look at the rest of the box. Uh, I've got the new headphones that, that fit in my ear. And Do you know what ear. they're called? They're called... Um, headphones. Earpods, they've called them. Right. Can I have a look? Yeah. You can buy these on their own. Can you? Yeah. They're, They're just earphones. Nice. The, I don't, I don't use earphones the, as it is. What? The box is really nice. I've got a plug. The plug. Can I see the plug? Yeah. Oh, it, the it, plug is so nice. It's a plug. I've got a USB. Oh, no. I've got a USB cable with a new Apple easily breakable plug on the end. 
Yeah, this is like Apple's version of uh, mini USB. Yeah. And it's called Lightning. Did, didn't I read somewhere that Apple had agreed that they were going to uh, make that all That is a very good point. That all USB, and then they bring out their own cable again. But there we go. So, yeah, that's the iPhone 5. It and looks it, like a longer cable than the other one. I won't use it until I obviously get a new case for it. Try not to drop it anymore. Yeah. I saw a film this week. Well, I guessed that because we've just had the film reviews jingle. Actually, I've seen a couple of films this week. Go on then. One, I can't remember what the name of the film is. Who's in it? Richard Gere. Was it Pretty Woman? No. Was it An Officer and a Gentleman? No. We could be here a while. Richard Gere's been in a very good film. I'd give it five stars, but I can't remember the name of the title. Maybe I'll say it at some point randomly in the uh, podcast. Okay. And the other film I watched was um, Magic Mike. Magic Mike? Yeah. What's that one about? It's like, um, what's it called? Magic? No. A guy called Mike? Full Monty. Oh, yeah. Um, meets Coyote Ugly. So it's a bunch of guys on benefits working in a bar. Stripping. Right. Sounds good. How many stars? One and a half. Ooh, that's bad. It was a really, really weird film. Okay. It's like one of the films that women would like when mm. they get together and have a few glasses of what's that stuff they drink? Wine? Yeah, but the cheap stuff. Lambrini. Water? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a woman. <laughs> Lambrini. I wanted to watch the new Bruce Willis movie called Looper. Yeah, there's always last week. And uh, what? Eh? That didn't even make any sense. <laughs> it's all about time travel, isn't it? I'm not going to watch that yesterday. Yeah. But I did watch it next Wednesday. Okay. So I will be reviewing that. And it's a stupid film anyway, because all he has to do is kill himself right now, and then he'll be dead in the future. He's not going to kill himself, though, is he? Obviously. In fact, he He's can't... been sent to kill himself... Because he doesn't want to, something he doesn't want to live in the future. Yeah, but he's not going to kill himself, is he? Look, we'll talk about that next week when I re- do my proper review. I'm going to watch it on Wednesday. You said that last week. I really am going that next right. Wednesday, and I'll do the review on next week's podcast. Okay, I'll try and watch some better films. Yeah, try and watch ones that you can remember the name of. I'll remember the name of the other one. Okay. You are listening to the Dead Air podcast. Let's talk about Battle in the Bay. Arbitrage. No. Battle in the Bay. All oh, right, okay. Tell us, mm. what is the Battle in the Bay? Battle in the Bay is like, uh, you know, cage fighting. Yes. It's a mixture of uh, MMA, which is mixed martial arts, I think. So it's a mixture of a mixture of martial arts. Yep, and kickboxing. So it's a mixture of... Oh, it's very confusing. So it's mixed martial arts Yep. mixed with kickboxing. Yes. Anything else mixed in so there? It's, it's mixed, mixed martial arts. Right. So it's mixed kick. Boxing, martial arts, mixed. That's right. Very confusing. So it's on this uh, Saturday. Saturday, what date? Um, the 29th of September, awesome. 2012. Okay, cool. So there'll be lots of um, things going on. Like what? Uh, well, there's going to be a title fight, a Welsh title fight, woman's Welsh title fight. Who's fighting? Uh, Sean Valerio. Ooh, Sean Valerio. She sounds and, uh, Spanish. Anne Brindley. Italian. I've seen that Anne Brindley fight before. She's very good. But also Welsh because of the Sean bit. 
Next. Who else is fighting? There's loads of people. Um, there's um, Eugene Valerio. I presume that's the... Um, Maybe that's Shan's related. dad. Either the dad or the husband of, or... Could be a brother. It'd yeah. be better if you did your research before you well, came up you with know, this I'm, stuff. Well, I'm, I'm going, so uh, I'll do the research then. Could you interview anyone for the podcast? I might get beaten up. Well, try and interview someone that's inside Actually, the cage. all very, very nice people, to be fair. It's Try a... and interview someone from inside the cage. Last time I went into the cage... Yeah? What happened? Did someone try and kick you? No. Did someone try and mix martial arts you? No. I just stood there and just smiled. You smiling? Yeah, I had to give a, a title belt to someone. Oh, I see. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that should be good. So, so do you have to go, like, in the red corner no, and all not... that sort of stuff? No. So do you have to say, like, um, and the winner is... No, I just had to give the belt. So... What do you actually do? Just give someone a belt? Yeah. So you're basically... When I say I give them a belt, I don't mean as in I go up to them and give them a belt, if you know what Like I mean. hitting them? Yeah. So you're nothing more than a glorified dressing room attendant? Yes. You just give them a belt? That's my job. That's your job? Yep. Just giving people belts? That's right. So yeah, it's in um, Aries Park in Cohen Bay. I'm sure there'll be tickets available at the door. Okay. Are we promoting this? In a minor way, yes. Are they giving us anything for this? Well, we can go. But shouldn't we get some kind of mention in the uh, in event? the rings? Yeah, they should say like uh, the Dead Air podcast is great. I'll wear a Dead Air podcast T-shirt. Yeah, do that. I know. I'll and also give people belts. Belts. Well, only or if they win. I'm, I'm probably going to give a belt or a trophy at some. Take point. lots of pictures. I won't be able to take pictures and give the belts. Out. I'd love to go there. Well, tough. You're not invited. But if I was invited, I would love to go. Right. You're not invited. So uh, that's that. I've done my bit. Does that mean we won't get beaten up now? Well, I won't get beaten up. Okay, good. Because that's, that's the whole thing that we we don't want to get beaten up. So if you've got nothing better to do on Saturday... Don't come, say come, it like that. Come, come. That's not a very nice way of doing it. <laughs> what? You should say, like, if you don't like the X Factor, and if you don't like Strictly Come Dancing, yeah, and you want to see two people trying to beat ten bells out of each other... Right. Using mixed martial well, arts and it's kickboxing. More than two people, isn't it? It's two people per time, but there's like 16 rounds or something. Wow. Like so there's a mixture. There's a mix. This is a good night out then. It's a brilliant night How out. How long does the event last? Probably about, I don't know, eight minutes each. No, I mean the whole event. Oh, hours. More than an hour. Well, that doors open at like six o'clock. Do you like the way I put that in then? Doors open at six o'clock and they sort of finish at about 10 ish. So wow. that's what, four hours of entertainment? For how much? About 20 quid. Whoa, that's amazing. There's a bar there and everything. It costs you more than that per hour to go to the cinema, if you think about it. That's very true. I I would definitely recommend it as a good night out. Well, this is a very good dose of arbitrage. Arbitrage. Arbit rage. This is... (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth. I really messed that up, didn't I? (laughs) We don't know how to pronounce the name of the film. Yeah, okay, but... It's got five stars, though. Yes, and it's so got we'll Richard Gere in it, it out. so it's one for everybody. Any pretty women in there? No, no pretty women. Oh. Actually, yes, there is, probably. Yeah. In Arbitrage. Yes, that film that we can't pronounce. Very good. So that's it, guys. Battle of the Bay. Check it out. And we will expect a full report next week from Rob, along with an interview. Right. So looking forward to that. Going to be good. This is the moment. This is the time. For Rob. Tip of the week. Back up.
What 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 have I said wrong now? No, no, backup, as in making backups. Oh, backups. Backups are important. Yeah, backups are important. Why are backups important? Well, you know in the old days when you took photographs on your cameras? Yes. And you lost your pictures, you just go and get them reprinted off the negatives. Yes, that's right. Automatic backup. Yes. People should do the same now with digital cameras. But you don't get negatives anymore. But you do get a card. A memory card? Yeah, so what you do is you fill up the memory card. Yeah. Get the ones you want printed done. Put the ones, all the others on your computers, and all people normally do, fill the hard drive. Exactly. Up, and then buy a new memory card. Instead of using the same one again? Yeah, because memory cards are really cheap now. Well, how much does a memory card cost? You know, 16 gig, which will probably do about 3,000 photos as well. Wow. Six quid, something like that. That's crazy. So that's the price of an old, you know, an old fashioned film. A film used to be like £3.79. Yeah, and one ninety nine to get And you got 24 print. pictures. Exactly. So there's no excuse. So fill up your card. Put your card somewhere safe, and then if you ever lose your computer or you, you lose your printouts or whatever, you just put the card back in the computer and copy it back off again. Yeah, that is a very good tip. The only problem I can think of it with... Yeah, that is a very good tip. The only problem I can think of is what if you lose all these memory cards? Well, then you've got the computer. Oh, yeah. So it's a backup. Oh, yeah, it's a backup. Oh, that's what a backup is. Yep. Okay. Well, Rob, another podcast put to bed. Yep. Another show done. Yep. Another week gone by. Yep. You know, the world's ending this year. Yep. We've only got about 20 podcasts left. Yep. And the whole planet is going to explode. Yep. In a fiery collision of hydrogen and oxygen and other things. Uh, Anything you'd like to say before the world ends? Arbitrage. Arbitrage. I think. I like your new iPhone. Do you? It's a shame you dropped it on the table. That is. Soon you took it out of the box. And it's now all in Chinese. No, I pr- I pressed English. Did you? Yeah. Did but you then I turned it? it off, so when you turn it back on, it'll ask you to select language. Oh, okay. So, um, I'll have to get it sorted. Yeah, just take it to the shop and tell them it's in Chinese and that you want your money back. True. But if it was free... And there's a big dent in it. If something's free, you can't get your money back. Is it free? How can you get your money back if it's free? I'm sure I'll find a way. Okay. Well, thanks for listening this week, guys. Yeah. We've been a bit all over the place. Let's face it. It's been... It's been that's all, folks. No. That's what he said. This week has been um, very weird. But we got there in the end. Just. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.deadairwebsite.com. There's this woman. You're right. For years, she's been doing cleaning in a house. Okay. And there's a box under the marital bed. Got you. But she doesn't know what's in it. Money, I reckon. Yeah, probably. And uh, years and years and years go by. They've been married for like 30 odd years. Yeah. And finally, temptation gives in. And she goes to the bedroom and opens the box. Got it. And there's three eggs. Three eggs. And a bundle of cash.
Ah, I was right when I said money. Yeah. So, husband comes home from his walk. What are the eggs for? Well, I'm going to explain that bit. Okay, go on. The joke's never going to work if you keep interrupting me. I'm, oh, it's a joke. I thought it was a story. Okay, no, it is a real story. Go on, then. And so the man comes home. Does she ask him what the eggs are for? Exactly. What she, does he say? He says, I'm not going to lie. Every time I've had an affair, I put an egg in the box. <gasps> oh, no. So, with a sad look on her face, she says, well, we've been married all these years. I think I'll let it slide. Fair play to her. What's the money for? Every time I got a dozen, I sold them. 